Welcome back. What's going on this week? We could start with, did you hear that Tamara was arrested again? I did, but like I I didn't really read too much more into it because I know at this point they're kind of just basically hunting her across Canada. <laughs> She's a political target. Yeah. 100%. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So basically the, the rundown of what happened was she was on like special uh what do they call it release uh, yeah she she had like a conditional release or something like right that. so she had to abide by these conditions and um one of them was she wasn't to be hanging around with one of the people that helped her start the freedom convoy unless she had her lawyer lawyer and his lawyer with her at the time so he, she went to accept an award, a freedom award, by the Const- <laughs> Constitutional Freedom uh, Jonas. Uh, I think it's called the George Jonas Constitutional Freedom Award. Anyway, she won it for like her, her outstanding services and like keeping the Constitution and freedom, and they arrested her for it. <laughs> and the re- <laughs> and the reason they arrested it like it's dystopian man the reason they arrested her for it was she took a picture with Tom which is one of the guys that helped her um establish the whole convoy movement yeah and she was supposed to have no contact with them but off camera just outside the camera's view of this picture both of their lawyers are there <laughs> so they had they have no leg to stand on whatsoever and it's going to get thrown out of court again because they already tried to uh, re-arrest her for um violating her release guidelines and the judge threw that out of court so basically what they're doing is they're just trying to make her life a living hell and trying to keep her a political political prisoner as lo- for as long as possible to make an example out of her yeah oh yeah they like they don't want they don't want people getting rewarded for creating a protest against the prime minister of Canada. That's, that's essentially what it boils down to. Yeah. hundred percent. Because now if they're rewarding her for doing it, there's going to be a whole lot more people popping up going like, huh, that's not a bad fucking idea. I should do that too. And they're like, Oh no, 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 no. We don't want everybody thinking they have freedom. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I mean, she embarrassed she embarrassed the prime minister and embarrassed the government. So they, they're doing whatever they can to make sure her life is shit. It's crazy. And it's, it's just funny because like it, it boils down to basically like the whole country had its eyes on Ottawa and the whole country was telling Ottawa what to do. And Ottawa did fucking nothing. (laughs) They just let everything happen. (laughs) Yeah, it was a peaceful protest, and even, like, the judge that ruled, they basically took the whole protest, they they took all the evidence they had of the protest, and they were like, they took it to a judge, and they were like, okay, so here's all the evidence, like, is this an illegal protest, or is this a peaceful protest, we need your, like, opinion on this, and they 100% thought the judge was going to be like, oh yeah, that's an illegal protest, you can't do that, blah blah blah, but the judge was like, nah, it's completely legal, and it's peaceful so yeah go away and that's why the prime minister had to invoke the emergencies act in order to do the thuggery that he did yeah like he he had to 
I don't want to say pretend he was scared because I'm pretty sure he was actually scared, but he, he had to give the impression that fear should be present at the protest. Right. And they were, they were saying that, oh my God, they shut down the whole, like they shut down the whole downtown of Ottawa, which is complete lie. There was only one small street that was blocked off from traffic. All the rest of the streets in downtown Ottawa were completely accessible. People could walk back and forth. I watched a guy walk all through downtown Ottawa. Not one person was doing anything like nefarious. Everybody was happy. They were giving out free food to homeless people. Like, yeah. and they just created this whole lie. The the government with the media created this whole lie around the the protests in Ottawa, saying that it was it was violent, and they even made up this lie that they said these people tried to burn down a building, and the the people that actually did that had nothing to do with them, and they the con like the convoy and the protests were cleared of everything. There was no wrongdoing, and still there's people out there saying that it was violent and it was like horrible. Yeah, I thought it was the cops that almost burnt down that building because they. They were doing like a raid or something like that. And they threw in, I thought they threw in like a flashbang or something and that caught like curtains on fire or something. According oh. to what I heard, it wasn't the cops, but it was like a bunch of like teenagers. And they basically went into this building and set a trash can on fire. And they said that they were with the convoy and they ran away and they found out who they were. And they were like counter protesters they were like the on the other side yeah the plants <laughs> right exactly yeah yeah and that was the best thing is like because me and you both watched like pretty much every fucking live stream we could find the whole time the protest was going on and we weren't necessarily picking and choosing what live stream to watch we were just taking whatever we could get and the amount of hours that we consumed just watching all the protests going on. The only violence we seen was the lady get trampled by the fucking horse. Right. And also like when the cops started beating people, beating protesters and tear gassing them and stuff, that was pretty violent too. But, um, yeah, yeah, that was only after the, that only was the, with the emergencies act, right? Like, yeah, only the cops committed violence yeah. in, from what I saw. Um, it, it was actually really interesting how they made this whole, like, I, I appreciate that not a lot of people can sit there and watch hours and hours of live streams every day, but for somebody that really wants to know the truth, those live streams are still on YouTube. Yeah. They can I, go back and they can look through them. They can skim through them. You know, they can like click ahead five minutes every two seconds. If you see anything that's like abhorrent, then, I mean, you've got better eyes than me because I've seen nothing but peaceful protests and camaraderie amongst Canadians. And that's the best part is like, I don't want to say this was the most publicly broadcasted protest in Canadian history, but I'm pretty sure it was. I think it was. And the problem is the media could find nothing to actually post to show like, this is the actual violence we're talking about. This is like the damage and destruction that we're talking about. They, all they could post for pictures was people like holding up signs, chanting like that. That was all the, all the shit that they posted. And like, even if someone's yelling, 
Merry Christmas, right? If you take a picture of them yelling Merry Christmas and you say this person's irate, well, yeah, it looks like they're irate, but they're telling someone Merry Christmas. So it's all about what they say to preface the picture that they took and staging it to look how they want it to look. Right, exactly. And another thing that I will point out is I don't know like what kind of parties you've been to, but usually in parties, there's always like people getting in scuffles and like shit like that. You know what I mean? Like there's always like a few drunk people causing trouble and stuff like that. But I was watching the biggest block party in Canadian history and I didn't see people fighting on the streets and I didn't see any of that, which really goes to show you the kind of atmosphere that was like part of this uh, freedom movement. You would imagine that there would be tons of fights and like violence and stuff when you get that many people all together in one place at a time. And there was like tens of thousands of people all clumped together. You would think that would be like get out of control pretty quickly, right? Nope. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I got personal experience dealing with fucking drunk people, dealing with fucking idiots who want to do nothing but fight. Exactly. And it's just like. You, you can pretty much tell the atmosphere going on by how everybody, like if there's a fight in a bar, for example, everybody just stops exactly what they're doing and watches. And there's no footage that I've seen other than like a street hockey ice game of people just stopping what they're doing and watching people at the protest. And it's just like maybe there was kids on a bouncy castle. Those, those villainous kids doing this protest. Uh, there was street hockey games going on. There was like, I, I don't want to say community barbecues, but we'll say like protest barbecues where they fed fucking everybody that was present. Even citizens came out to get free food from people in the convoy. And then people are saying like, well, yeah, they had to do it because the convoy was disrupting their shopping habits and blah, blah. No, they fucking weren't. It's, it's the capital of fucking Canada. I got food delivery and I'm like six hours, 10 hours away from the capital of Canada. Pretty sure the people who live in the capital of Canada can get food delivery. Yeah, I think it was really interesting that people will say that um, places were disrupted because the they recommended, the government recommended businesses be shut down, but the ones that stayed open got record business. There, um, And they actually were trying to shut down these businesses that were staying open the, there's um i can't remember the name of the coffee shop but it was a bakery and coffee shop and it was a local business and this guy stayed open the whole time and he said there was like no violence like people were like coming in and out and they were like buying stuff he was giving away like free stuff to people like it was just a really great environment and this guy, the cops tried to shut him down. The cops almost bust in his window to try to shut him down. And the the government is saying that the convoy disrupted these businesses. No, they they're the ones that disrupted the businesses. Every one of those businesses would have had record profits for that for that week. And I think everybody knows it if they would have yeah. just stayed open. Well, the best thing I seen was there was a stream from. Uh, I don't know if he was the shop owner or just someone who worked at the shop. It was just like a little convenience store. And it was, I don't want to say it was on the street that the protest happened, but it was within a close proximity to it. And 
the news, I can't remember which station it was, but they went in and they were basically like videoing like the floor. Look at these dirty floors. And then like the shelves, like, oh, the, the protesters trashed the shelves and all that shit. And then there was another, I can't remember what other company did it. It wasn't mainstream media that interviewed the guy who was working at the shop. And he said, this is great. Like, sure, there's dirt on the floor, but they're buying everything on the shelf. They're spending money hand over fist. Like, this is awesome. I've had two years of like shit sales and now the protest is here and I can't keep up with demand. But of course, mainstream media is like, look at these empty shelves. The protesters did this, that and the other thing. It's like, yeah, they they, they spent money. They, they put non-local money into a local business. They put money from, we'll say the United States into a Canadian owned business. That wasn't owned by like a billionaire. And it's like it, it shit like that just pisses me off that the media not only owned and funded by the government can get away with doing half truths and everybody just buys into it. Yeah, that's very true. Um, I remember watching that that same video with that guy saying that he's had like the most profit he's ever had and he was like so happy it's just it's really disheartening when you're getting these complete fabrications by the media it's it's not it wouldn't be far-fetched to say that the government and the media are in cahoots together and they're working together to really mislead the public and I know a lot of people these days don't get their news from CBC, CTV, Global, but there is still a large majority, mostly older people, that still get their news from those sources. Yeah, and I mean, honestly, I don't want to just say it's mostly older people, but what I will say is if you have cable TV, you're one of those people because it's it's so easy to just turn the channel on something and just get sucked into it instead of look at a different screen and think for yourself. You, you, you already got the remote in your hand. You're flipping through the cable channels, satellite, whatever. If, if you're someone who watches like Netflix and Hulu and shit like that, you're not one of the people we're talking about. If you're someone who does like video on demand through your Rogers cable box. Yeah. You're one of the people we're talking about. Yeah. And that, and then there's also other people who, um look at like the ctv website and get their news specifically from those sources from the mainstream sources and to me they're they're just the same because if you don't fact check these journalists you're gonna get bad information because they do not fact check correctly yeah and if they do fact check they fact check and then ignore the fact check and do not give you the correct information because they're told that to go uh, towards a certain narrative. And there's been um, reporters from the CBC that have come out and stated that. Well, the the best reference I have would be myself because I don't watch the news whatsoever. I might go to C- CTV, Atlantic, CBC, Global, but the only reason I'm there is just to see what they're trying to spin in the news. Like it, it's so easy to pick apart and see what their narrative is. Like 
I could live under a rock and still watch it and be like, well, this is totally wrong. Like, this isn't what they said three months ago. This is the exact opposite of what they said three months ago. You know what I mean? Like, just just little shit like that, that you don't even have to watch the news to know that the news is just fucked. Yeah, for sure. It's really it's a really sad state. Um in Canada, it's it's really bad. But luckily we have a few n- news outlets here um that are more they're they're biased, but they're also truthful. More truthful than you'll get on like a CBC type type uh, news outlet. And that's uh, True North, which is a really good one. Yeah. It's it, it does have a conservative bias, but from what I've been looking, I, I can't find anywhere where they're lying or giving misinformation. It's I've fact checked them a few times, and I've I've not found one error so far. And another one is Rebel News, and Rebel News, they'll go after conservatives just as hard as they'll go after liberals. Yeah. So I don't, I don't really, I don't know. I, I, you can't really, when, when there's an unbiased news station that comes out, for lack of a better word, you have to pay attention to it. Because um, I don't know if you've heard about this uh, Patrick Brown character. He's one of the guys running for uh, conservative leadership. And uh, during the pandemic, he closed down all the hockey rinks. He closed down all the playgrounds. And him and his buddies were caught playing hockey in one of the arenas when everything was supposed to be shut down. And I Rebel News walked in there and <laughs> had, a, had a, a microphone and was like, uh, Mr. Brown, uh, aren't you supposed to be, isn't this all supposed to be locked down? The kids can't play here, but you and your buddies can and all this stuff. And he really didn't like it. And he even called the cops on the reporter and tried to get him arrested for harassment. And this is the guy that is trying to run for conservative leadership. I don't think so. Yeah, because he was the guy, like, because the cops showed up and removed, uh, like, the media from it. But then they launched someone put an investigation into him, or not just him, but like into that situation. And his excuse was, "Well, we're doing everything according to the public health guidelines." And it's like, "Well, wait a minute. If you're doing it." but you don't want other people to do it. How, how are we going to believe you that you're able to do this, but no one else is able to do this? Yeah. How is it within the guidelines to have a bunch of people playing hockey all close together, but kids can't play on a playground or the yeah. kids can't play pickup hockey or they can't play in a league, but you and your buddies can like, that's so hypocritical. And yeah, it's rules for thee and not for me is yeah. is kind of what it is yeah do what i say not what i do yep exactly it's funny there's there's kind of like a new uh a new thing out now you know how um you know that whole let them eat cake thing it's kind of like a saying from like back in the victorian age uh we're running like the peasants are running out of bread and then the queen or the i don't know what it was but like the the um aristocrat was like let them eat cake and um now there's this new thing it's like ah mr mr prime minister the uh the peasants cannot cannot afford gas to travel to work and then he says let them buy teslas (laughs) (laughs) i thought that was pretty funny 
But I mean, it's really so accurate though. It's so accurate. It's, it's funny because like, I, I, I love to use this Tom McDonald quote and it's, if we celebrate the crumbs, it's crumbs that will be given. Basically, if you're just happy with what you're given, you're, you're always going to be given the same shit. But if you start asking questions like, can I get more? Can I have a bigger piece? Can I get, can I get a whole slice instead of just a crumb? Well, you're going to start disrupting shit and you might actually get the whole fucking pizza instead of just what falls on the floor. Right. That's a good saying and a very good analogy for what we're going what's going on right now, because, um, a lot of people are like, ah, you know what? You, you things are starting to go back to normal, you know, like, ah, we can like, we can go to stores without masks on and stuff. It's like, okay, so that's, that's your crumb right there. So now yeah. you're celebrating that, but you still can't get on an airplane. Yeah. You still well, can't go visit your loves, loved ones in the hospital. The best, That's not freedom. the absolute best thing that I tell people when they're like, oh, it's good that summer's opening up again. It's like, well, yeah, the last two summers it opened up again. And then when summer ended, they locked everybody the fuck down again. Like, how do you how do you not see this cycle where they're, they're literally giving people yard time and people are like, oh, thanks for the yard time. And no one's just like, why can't we get more yard time? What? Why do we have to go back home when the weather starts getting colder? Why can't we just fucking, why can't we enjoy everything? Right. Why can't it be 24 seven? Yeah. (laughs) And the amount of people that are like, oh, well, these last two years were rough. Like we know like, oh, the politicians, they've, they've had it hard, blah, blah, fucking blah. It's, it's it's worth getting, getting the summers to go out and do whatever. I've, I've got my vaccines. I like to go out and enjoy the summer. Fuck you. If you got your vaccines, you should go out and enjoy the winter, the spring, the fall and the fucking summer. Don't just take the fucking three months because the only reason you're getting the three months is because they know that you're going to need childcare in the three months. So they let the kids go out and play so you don't need childcare so you can still work. And the government doesn't fucking work in the summer. So it'd be pretty fucking hard for them to actually keep track of the restrictions during the summer. So it's, it's, it's not for your benefit that you're getting out to play in the summer. It's for the government's benefit because you work more in the summer. You'll pay more taxes. The government doesn't work and they're getting more of your taxes. Yeah. And we know now that, (laughs) the vaccine isn't as effective as we all thought it was. Well, so I don't know. I mean, we all, all thought it was. <laughs> well, the, what the government told us it was, I should say, yeah. um, we know that it doesn't stop you from getting the virus. Yeah. Um, we know that it doesn't stop you from spreading the virus. Um, that's the newest the newest one it's those two right there so the next one will be uh it actually doesn't make you feel any better and it doesn't actually stop you from dying <laughs> oh. you know that'll be the next one they'll they'll have this huge study and they'll be like oh well because they have to do it by age and they have to do it by health right they can't just be like oh okay this old like 80 year old guy who wasn't vaccinated died. And this 20 year old that was had like a mild cold symptoms. Yeah. 
you know, they have to do it by age and health and they have to break it down. And you know what? By now, you'd think there'd be studies out because it's been out for a while. So you'd think there'd be studies, but I haven't seen any studies. Have you? Well, I haven't seen any real studies, but I always have this question that I ask people. If the vaccine is still untested and we don't know how it's going to work in our bodies and we're doing it to protect vulnerable people, why are we giving this untested thing to vulnerable people? Good point. Like, why are we giving them something that could potentially kill them and telling them, here's your protection? Like, it's... It's the equivalent of shooting someone in the head and going, if you live, you're good, you're safe. Well, I think it's um, the way what they're trying to say is, well, we're going to give you this and you're going to feel like crap for a few days, but at least you didn't get COVID and at least you're not going to die from COVID if you do get it. Because they're saying that if you get the vax, then you, if you get COVID, your symptoms are going to be less and it might save your life. But that's why I'm saying we, we need studies to look at vaccinated, like double vaccinated versus completely unvaccinated and see what the difference is. Yeah, like the, the best thing that we could do is get a bunch of people who aren't vaccinated and a bunch of people who are vaccinated, get them all together give them all COVID and just see what happens. Yeah. I think the people that don't have any vaccine whatsoever get just a little cold. And the people that are fucking double vaccinated and double boosted end up in the hospital. Oh, there's your proof right there. Well, I think they did that with the trials, but they don't want to, they don't want to release that information. You know, Pfizer wanted to, not release their trial information for 75 years. That's a little, that's a little sketchy. That's because everybody who would have taken the vaccine will be dead by then. (laughs) And no one will be asking questions. Okay. Well, that's a good point. And also think about this for a second. Okay. Um, they didn't want it released for 75 years. That's strike number one. And number two would be, they made the government give up all chances that the people of their country could sue them, could sue Pfizer if they allowed them to use the vaccine. So if I knew this, if I knew this, both of those things before I took the vax, I would have never, ever, ever took it because first of all, you are not releasing the trial information. Okay, that's already like sketchy as hell. And you don't want anybody being able to sue you. Like, come on, if you believe in your product, you don't need either of those things. So obviously Pfizer didn't believe in their product. Well, no, because even, what was it, the CEO or whatever, he didn't even get the vaccine when he was able to get it by the guidelines that his own company set out. Like, oh, really? Okay, well, that's strict. Yeah, like he he waited, I want to say like maybe four or five months after he could have got it to get it. And it's just like, if it's so good, why why weren't you the first person on that day in your age group to get it? Why weren't you the poster boy for the vaccine? Right. 
and his excuse is simply like, oh, I just didn't want to take it away from people who needed it more. And it's like, no, 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 no. You should take it with a fucking smile and say, I did it. I made it. I put it in my body. You should do the same instead of I made it, put it in your body. Yeah. Um, I don't know if we should keep going with this or we should go back to more Canada related stuff. I know. We, I, I was literally just thinking like we we went way out of it because we started. With we went off topic. Hard. <laughs> we went with the the uh, the freedom convoy and it's like, oh, shit, man. Like this is just kind of spiraling. But it's shit that's going on in Canada. And it's just like it's it's fucking ridiculous that 99% of the people just have no problem with what's going on. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's I don't think it's that many. Honestly, I think more people are on our side right now than have ever been on this side. I think the amount of information that is being passed around because we're in the age of the internet, there's a lot of a lot of people that I've talked to that are 100% on our side when it comes to this stuff. But the problem is the the people who also say they're on our side are probably the people who don't know that the government's actively trying to censor the internet. Oh, they know the ones I'm talking to now. Most One... of the people that I talk to have no fucking idea that the government is just basically trying to limit, well, not trying to limit free speech on the internet. They already do that with fucking social media and shit like that. But they're they're actively trying to put shit into law, so you can't call someone a fucking retard on Facebook without the police showing up at your on your fucking front lawn arresting you for a hate crime. When retard is just French for slow. You talk to a lot of normies, though. You talk to a lot of like average, like regular people. Uh, a lot of the people that I talk to are the people that are actually involved in like the freedom movement and are actually going to vote a lot of like normally normies don't even vote so they have all these opinions but when it comes to the crunch time they don't even bother you know so um, those people most they don't really matter to vote liberal let's put it that way <laughs> damn you need to get a bigger friend circle but the or best part better is one the more i talk to them the more they sway away from their traditional beliefs, the more they start asking me questions about what's going on. Not that I'm the fucking the Wikipedia of what's going on, but it's good that I'm able to talk to people who don't necessarily agree with my beliefs, but they ask me about my beliefs. Right. So it, it, it's good to have that 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 back and forth because it means they're asking questions. If I'm cool. just surrounded by people with by people who agree with me, no one's really asking questions. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's really good. It's also really good that um, people are asking any questions at all and questioning the narrative because a lot of people will just like turn on the news and just be like, mm, okay, those damn people in Ottawa disturbing the sleep of those residents, you know, <laughs> and that's all they, that's all they care about. Right. Yeah. So it's good that people are actually asking questions. And I think you see that a lot all over the country, whether it's on any side. And you're always going to get these like dug in hardcore NDP and these dug in hardcore liberals. 
but I think the majority of Canadians are able to look at the truth and realize that something is rotten in Denmark and, well, rotten in Canada. I was going to say, why Denmark? <laughs> <laughs> right. Now, one thing that should be screaming media bias is we were talking about this the other day was the child in ah fuck i want to say scarborough that basically died in the back seat of his mother's car while she was teaching a high school class she was and a teacher yeah she she wow. originally she the news story that i seen uh from like ctv cbc and global all basically said she was a teacher uh, it wasn't part of her normal daily routine to drop him off at daycare, meaning she was basically saying it's the father's fault. Uh, she's not directly saying that, but that's the bottom line of what she's saying. And she basically forgot he was in the car. And I, I think it was like 26, 27 degrees. Uh, so, I mean, they I believe they canceled a senior event. I, I don't think it was the prom or anything like that because there was an emergency at the school. Uh, and the headlines that I seen basically said, like, um, uh, toddler dies in vehicle and mother left while she was teaching a class. Uh, and then they quote the mother saying like, oh, he was such a beautiful child. I'm, I'm, I'm not dissing the child whatsoever. I just want to be clear that if a mother kills her child directly, indirectly, intentionally, unintentionally, I don't give a flying fuck what that mother has to say about that child. Right. I want to hear what the grandparents said about the child. I want to hear about what the sisters said about the child. I want to hear about what the aunts and uncles said about the, the father, child. what the father had to say too, man. Like, damn, can yeah. you imagine being that father? Your wife is that incompetent. Like it, and it's it like, I know men do that too. Like men will accidentally leave kids in cars and kids die. Women do it. And I guess at this point, trans men and trans women do it too. But like whoever is responsible for that human at that moment that the human died should not be quoted with anything positive to say other than the fact that they have regrets. Uh, they're going to be cooperating with the authorities on the investigation and they have uh, that's that's pretty much all I want to hear from someone who has basically just killed their kid is basically they're sad. Don't don't tell me that the child was a great child. You're just telling me shit that, you know, people want to know about the child. I want to hear it from everybody but the mother. I question not only the mother, because yeah, she just lost her kid whether or not, you know, it was intentional or not, she's now doing an interview with the local news station. Yeah. Shouldn't you be grieving? Shouldn't you be, like, arranging the funeral of your child? Like, you're doing news interviews? And I also question the interviewer. Why are you interviewing the mother of a fucking dead child? 
shortly after the child died under her care because of her negligence. Like, am I crazy to think that's highly inappropriate? And like, I I know people are going to say this when they hear what you said is, well, the reporter was just doing their job. Well, we'll reference Nuremberg here. I was just doing my job is not an excuse. It never is an excuse. And it never will be an excuse. No. And it's, it's, it, it just drives me nuts that people like, I, I get you want to defend the mother, but you should at least say, yeah, she fucked up instead of, well, you don't know what she's going through. Well, no, I've never killed a child. Have you killed a child? No. Well, then you don't know what she's going through either. So shut the fuck up. <laughs> See, I don't understand that. Like, I don't think I could ever forget something that important. Like, I I bet she had her cell phone with her that whole day. Oh, absolutely. I, she bet, she had probably... her, I bet she had her cell phone when she was teaching that class. Like, people freak out when they're like, when they don't have their cell phone for like on a car ride or like if they go to the store and they don't have their cell phone on them. You know what I mean? Like, well, and here's something fuck? if a child misses school, now I know school is different than daycare, usually the school calls home to find out where the child is, right? You know, that is actually a very good point. And why didn't the daycare call? one of the parents and that's the other thing is i'd assume at this point that the like i don't i don't want to put any blame on the daycare whatsoever i want to assume that the daycare called the mother but i also want to assume that the mother left her phone in the car with the child the only i'm I'm really driven to believe that what probably happened is she gave her phone to the child or whatever put on youtube or whatever child fell asleep holding the phone and then that that would be the only possible scenario that i could think that she left the child i think i think you're giving her too much credit i think you're giving her way too much credit we don't know that at all no i know for all that we know that the kid could have fell asleep on the way to the on the way there she totally forgot about it grabbed her phone went inside taught the class took lunch fucked around on her phone went back to class went back outside and realized after after work and realized the kid was there you know and i don't think it's the daycare's fault for not calling but i think there should be like a protocol involved but yeah i i would not give this person any benefit of the doubt whatsoever i don't think they deserve it yeah and it's it's it, it just drives me nuts that like a child died because a parent who should be used to checking on their children didn't check on their children. Right. Like that's the one person that is supposed to take care of that child. You know, that is like the one of two people that is supposed to make sure that child lives to see its 18th birthday. Yeah. Even not even 18, just the fucking next birthday. Right. Like it's, (laughs) Just, just worry about fucking day to day with the kid. Don't, don't look fucking eighteen years ahead. You're just gonna fucking, you're gonna drive yourself nuts. You look eighteen years in the future. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's just the state that the media is in is that's that's the narrative that they want to push is that 
yeah, they want to push that it was he. I, I think it was a, a, a boy, so he was a great child. But they shouldn't be pushing it with words from the mother. Push it with everybody else's words. Now, I, I know I'm hyper-focusing on what happened, but it, it's just one of those things that people need to ask questions and be like, wait a minute, why are we quoting the mother when the mother was the one who left him in the car? No, I completely agree. It, it never should have went to print. I think it's it's really short-sighted and quite frankly disgusting by the reporting. Wasn't that CTV? I think it was CTV. Um, Why is CTV the shittiest news network in Canada? I feel like CTV is like CBC, but 10 times worse. I don't know why they're so horrible, but every time it's always them. CTV's owned by Bell. Oh, okay. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, like... <laughs> it all helps. makes sense now. <laughs> yeah. A big conglomerate corporation. Yeah. Yeah. Those are always good for countries. Those are always good for news. That's where you're, you should you're always get your information. You're definitely going to get unbiased news. the biggest media conglomerate <laughs> in the country. <laughs> yeah, you're always going to get unbiased news from billion-dollar companies. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. What else do we got? Um, well, fuck. I mean, here it's kind of going back to Ottawa, but the Canada Day celebrations this year are being moved off Parliament Hill because they're scared of Convoy 2.0. Yeah, I heard about that. That's interesting, right? And it, it's just like, how long are you going to hold this convoy over Canadians' heads? And still blame the convoy for you holding it over their heads. Like, it, I, this will literally be the first year in Canadian history that I have seen that there's not going to be any Canada Day celebrations on Parliament Hill. Yeah, I don't know, man. It, it just really goes to show you what kind of um, authoritarian um, government is running Canada right now. Yeah. It's very authoritarian. I've never seen a more authoritarian government in Canada. When they bring in the riot squad to get rid of peaceful protesters out of Ottawa and then say that in the first time in, what, 190 years, 200 years, there's no candidate celebrations on Parliament Hill. That just goes to show you Trudeau is setting all kinds of precedents in his uh, tenure as PM. Yeah, and they're not good ones either. <laughs> no, no, they're the most horrible. He's, uh, I'm pretty sure he's going to go down as the most horrible prime minister in Canadian history. And I think he will, honestly. Yeah, like, I mean, it, when we look back at the other prime ministers, there wasn't really a high bar for that anyway. <laughs> so like it, it it's just the fact that he kind of dug a hole to go under the bar that that's kind of highlighting him he's literally on another level like if <laughs> like if the worst prime minister was like sea level and the best prime minister was the top of mount everest he'd be in, on fucking pluto that <laughs> like he'd like be so like the worst prime minister by far far like it's not even close like it's not even 
remotely close. And that's crazy. And that's during our lifetime. Yeah. Like, yeah. imagine that. I would. I never even, thought I would see this. We're not even fucking middle-aged yet. <laughs> I know. I never thought I would see this. And honestly, if he does not get booted out of the Prime Minister's office in 2025, then I don't know. I can't see a future for myself in this country at all. Because it's just going to keep going the same slope that Trudeau's been putting it on, and four more years, I don't think the can I don't think Canada can recover from something like that. Yeah, I'd, I don't know. It's it's just fucking. It's it's scary to think that he's still going to be in in twenty twenty five. To be honest, <laughs> right? And even three more years is amazingly. Yeah horrifying <laughs> now I, I don't know if this happened under him um but it was when the lyrics to oh canada got changed yes the, it was under him yeah okay because that, that was one of the first things that he did yeah as prime minister and that that should have been a sign to everybody that oh fuck hold my beer is coming up you know what i mean like it 100 percent it's it's a fucking national anthem and the fact that instead of all thy sons command got changed to all of us command i'm sorry but uh the only one commanding shit right now is justin trudeau all of us aren't commanding shit right see that was supposed to be an ode to the men and women who fought in the great wars or the men that fought in the Great Wars, because the women did not fight in the Great Wars. Nothing against women during, like, the Great Wars, but it was the men who actually went out and fought. This isn't Battlefield 1 with your fake woke <laughs> female soldiers. <laughs> so, uh, so, I mean, the women did their part. They were back in, like... Uh, Canada and America and they were working in like bullet factories and you know they were doing their part that's great but this was supposed to be an old ode to the soldiers that were over there dying for our freedoms well now and there, he took that and changed it it's just disgusting there was women involved with the great wars overseas in like uh, like medical tents and kitchens and shit like that sure yeah but that was but, not Canada that wasn't that wasn't Canadians. The the Canadian women were back here making shit for the troops, making clothes, making uniforms, making bullets, whatever. But yeah, yeah. there were European women that were like medics and there were European women in France that were actually fighting under in the underground. So yeah. I'm I mean I'm not saying anything bad against women. I'm just saying that the reason our national anthem had that in it was because of the men that went over and died. You know, it's just stupid. It's fucked up. And now the other thing that is kind of just equally as stupid, in my opinion, is it. Fuck. I led into that weird. It's going to sound like I'm hating on this story, but I'm not is the mass graves of all the fucking, what do they call the schools? The, residential uh, schools the residential schools that's what i was looking for so what i think is ridiculous is that they're blaming the current government and they want apologies from the current government for what the past government allowed to come in 
but no one's really well and now they're kind of doing it they weren't doing it at the beginning of all this but the residential schools were basically part of i want to say like the catholic diocese or the christian diocese one of those bible thumping dioceses that basically came to the government and said can we do this with your with your first nations people and sure the government said yes but it was the catholic church yeah so initially it was the catholic church that said we want to take kids away from mothers we want to build schools and put them in schools can we do this and the government at the time i guess thought there was no fucking problem with that and no one until recently figured out that wait a minute why are we hating the government we should hate the fucking church and it, it's just it it blows my mind that that wasn't one of the first questions asked was where did this originate from they just went directly to the government now i'm all for overthrowing the system and shit but you should also overthrow the churches because the churches at this point were led to believe killed thousands of first nations children i i can't vouch for the fact that they were all first nations children because no one's looking into that they just i mean they see children's bodies fucking horrible but to try and put a spin on it that they're all first nations children well i i don't really agree with that i'm going to get tons of fucking hate about everything i just said but it's not about how tragic it was that children died. It's the fact that people are trying to put a spin on the dead children. Okay, well, there's yeah, there's definitely a lot to break down. Um, <laughs> the okay, so the reason why the Catholics wanted to take children away from their parents. First Nations people is because they weren't taking care of them correctly. Um, and the Catholics thought that they could come in and teach them their ways and have them be, you know, good members of society. Um, whether, well, or not, say... whether or not, like anybody agrees, says, says that's good or bad, that's completely, you know arbitrary you can decide for yourself whether you think that's a good thing or a bad thing but i think now, that i i do want to interrupt just for a minute here yeah sure the church didn't think the parents were taking care of them according to the way the church thought they should have been taken care of right it, it does it depends on how you look at it i mean a lot of the, the children were being completely neglected by their, yeah. their parents but i'm sure that they grabbed some ones that weren't you know, that had loving parents. I don't know all the details. I don't know everyone, but yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, it, it, it's just a cultural thing that like it, I, fuck, I don't want to say it's a cultural thing, but it, it's, it's a misunderstanding that they weren't all being taken care of. Like, it, cause it, it kind of boils down to at the time it was the community raising the children instead of just helicopter parents of nowadays. Yeah, it could be. Um, I'm not sure. But like I said, regardless of that, um, it did happen. And kids did get taken from their parents and put on, into these residential schools. Um, and the the thing is, a, a lot of this has been overblown 
quite a lot. A lot of people are saying, oh, the Catholics were just murdering their, murdering these children. It's like, no, it, there's no proof of that whatsoever. That's a, a big fiction, like, fra uh, uh, figment of these people's imagination, like, especially the mainstream media, because there's no even, pr like, there's no proof that these kids were killed it, there was a lot of diseases back then that killed children in large quantities and a lot of these places could have just been overgrown graveyards um there's no proof of mass graves they're all individually dug graves so i mean if somebody wants to come at me for that they can come at me but they the only way they're able to detect these graves without digging them up is if they're all in individual graves they cannot detect mass graves with the type of uh technology that they're using so well, I mean, um, they, they can detect it but they won't be able to recognize that that's what it is well the way that they've been counting these graves is they've been looking at dirt that has been um disturbed right that's the yeah. only way that they can do it is they can look at disturbed dirt and they're seeing like all these individual graves that's how they're counting them that's that's not a mass grave i'm sorry to say yeah. but these people that are saying oh my god there's mass graves in canada it's like no there isn't that's not what a mass grave is look at the definition it's not what you think it is you're being misled by the media once again and there's no proof that these children were murdered by these nuns. People are like, oh, these nuns are just like murdering them and these priests were killing them. It's like, no, there's no proof of that either, okay? I mean, I'm sure some horrific things did happen on these res residential schools. I'm not like trying to say that it was a walk in the park. I'm, I'm sure there was abuse. It's horrible things that have happened. And I don't know who has been like killed at these places, but I will say that we as a society need proof in order to make claims okay so if you don't have any proof i don't want to see people start saying oh these like people were being murdered these kids were being murdered it's like no please you look at the proof and then give me evidence yeah yeah i went off and on kind of tangent there but it really pisses me off when when some of this stuff gets brought up and it, it to me it boils back down to no one really investigating what's going on because like if if i was to ask someone right now like if i if i was looking at a first nations individual and i said can you prove that every one of those children were of aboriginal descent they could not look me in the eye and tell me 100 percent yes because there's been no testing whatsoever on the children that have been uh, I'll say revealed. They haven't even dug up any of any of the graves. They've dug up zero graves, dude. Fuck. I didn't so know they that. don't know cause of deaths or anything. Yeah. They've dug up zero graves. They've they've used a technology to discover uh, dirt disturbances, and that's what they're using. They have no pictures of bodies. They have no a uh, radar of bodies. Only disturbed dirt. Well, I so, mean. It that's I, the, I don't that's want it to sound have. like we're looking for the pictures of the bodies, but it's just like there's they're not really presenting evidence that they should be presenting because they haven't dug up anything. Yeah. And there's, it, it's there's not a lot of proof 
right now but of course the media is going to run with it because we're a racist country and everybody in anybody in canada is racist oh my god racism and like the media has no problem showing mass graves like in the ukraine or during the holocaust and shit like that they had no problem plastering that shit all over the place so if there was a mass grave why haven't we seen a picture of it yeah, there's there's no mass graves. And what else? An overgrown an overgrown graveyard is not a mass grave. Yeah, like just just because there's no headstones, or even if there is headstones and you can't read them and they just look like rocks or whatever, it doesn't necessarily mean it's a mass grave. A mass grave is a big ass hole you dig. And throw all bodies in the same hole and then bury it. That's what a mass grave is. Yeah. A graveyard is not a mass grave. Yeah. Unless you put, unless you fucking bulldoze everybody into a pile, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. I don't think they had bulldozers back then. Or they, they might have. I don't know. Well, I, I think they yeah. actually had like bull bulldozers. <laughs> uh, okay. You want to, you want to talk about that float? The float. Yeah, did you hear about that float? And then we we could probably end it after this. Um, okay, so they're in uh, what was it? Alberta. They had this like parade, right? And they had a bunch of floats. And these guys took a manure spreader, hooked it on the back of a tractor, wrote the liberal on the side of it, and then had a guy with a fake beard and a fake turb in a turban on. And another guy in a suit with a red tie, and they were both shoveling manure out the side of the, well, pretending to shovel manure out of the side of the manure whore, right? And it was basically Jagmeet and Trudeau, right? And the CTV ran with this racist angle. So they were like, oh, this guy's racist because he put a beard on, a fake beard and a turban. It's like, how else are you going to caricaturize Jagmeet Singh when the most notable thing about him is his beard and his turban, right? Does that make me racist for saying? I don't think so. Well, look, I think, look, I think look that's at it this the way. most notable thing about him. If we didn't do the notable stuff, we'd be accused of whitewashing him. Right. Imagine some white guy with like blonde hair, blue eyes, and just had a shirt that said, I am Jagmeat on it. Yeah. <laughs> That'd yeah. be the most racist thing ever. They'd be like, "My God, yeah." And they can't it, even they can't even get a, put a beard on that guy. Look, look at him. Yeah, they'd be like, <laughs> "He looks nothing like him." What, what lazy people they are! It's like, no, 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 no. They're not lazy. They just don't want you to call them fucking racist because that's what you're going to do if he tries to look like him. Right, but my point was, if okay, it's a caricature of somebody like if somebody drew a picture exaggerating features like this isn't even like that bad of a caricature because it's not even that exaggerated if his turban was like 15 feet tall and his beard was <laughs> yeah. like rolling behind that will be a caricature this is more of a satirical representation of jagmeet right so the my point is when did minorities become untouchable when it comes to satire is the ctv saying that minorities are too sensitive for satire and if so isn't that incredibly racist by the ctv 
Ah, but they can't be racist. They have a diversified employee organization. They can't be racist. Yeah, but there's <laughs> yeah, but they're saying that you can't you can't be satirical about minorities or else you're you're racist. So yeah, they they must be thinking that the min poor minorities are very sensitive and they can't handle satire. Okay, so that's very very racist of the CTV. Uh, I think they should all resign, honestly. Now I'm. I while you were talking, I pulled up the pictures of the. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's not a float, but we'll it's call it a float, <laughs> right? Yeah. It, well, it, it, for anybody listening, it looks like basically just a trailer a with two tractor wheels it's, on it. Look and... up manure spreader, and that's what it is. It's basically they're they're basically joking that they're the NDP and the liberals are shoveling the shit, right? Yeah, they're shoveling the bullshit to to the people. <laughs> now, the guy that is uh, apparently supposed to be Jagmeet, if, if if I didn't, if you didn't tell me he was supposed to be Jagmeet, I'd have no fucking idea. Right. At first, I thought it was uh, Trudeau when he dressed up as Aladdin. <laughs> yeah. I swear to God, that's what I thought it was. I was like, oh, my God, they got Trudeau when he's the prime minister and Trudeau 15 years ago. My God. <laughs> <laughs> now, so yeah it's it's stupid to call it racist i thought it was hilarious i think people are too sensitive these days it's actually getting really bad like people are it's hard it's really hard to find down-to-earth people these days man that you can just joke with joke about and um, the best part is like even if you are a down-to-earth person everybody else will call you a conspiracy theorist or a racist or any derogatory term that they can think of. Right. But the moment you refer to them as that, you have to apologize for, for saying that about them. Well, that's interesting because the left, especially the woke culture, very authoritarian. You know how they always call the right, like very like authoritarians, right? And they're like, Oh, you're fascist authoritarians. But really, it's them that are the authoritarians. When you can't like make a joke on social media without being fired from your job because they're trying to assert their authority, that's a very authoritarian thing to do. And, you know, there's a lot of other examples that I don't really want to drag on. But, yeah, the whole, like, you can't even criticize certain things like you can't criticize pride if you're like ah oh, i don't i don't like what pride represents these days because it's too like you know there's too many drag queens showing their junk to children yeah. well apparently that and that it can get you fired from your job too because yeah. you're not woke enough so Mo mommy why aren't we going to mcdonald's anymore because trixie's having her drag show today we can't eat at mcdonald's <laughs> why why is she at mcdonald's i don't know honey just just can we do burger king today okay <laughs> uh, like that's 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 pretty much what it's coming to i'm keeping my kids the hell away from that shit i'll tell you that when, oh, when no. i have kids i'm not taking them anywhere near that shit take them near it but make them ask questions nah when they're older not when they're like little kids i don't need them growing up to be fucking jeffrey dahmer well, yeah, but I mean, it's it's good to have people to ask questions because 
eventually, if you ask enough questions, shit's going to stop happening the way that other people want it to happen because other people will start listening to the answers that you're getting. Like, honest to God, if I walked into fucking McDonald's tomorrow and I seen fucking two men in drag doing a dance and there was anybody who looked like they ordered a happy meal, man, woman, child, adult, whatever, within the proximity of them, I'd be like, why the fuck are you guys here at McDonald's? Like, what what, what are you trying to achieve? You, you could literally do this on the corner of a street. I'm not calling them prostitutes. I'm saying in relation to where they could do it would be a better choice than McDonald's where people are just trying to have a fucking Big Mac at a large fries and a Coke. Well, I mean, the community has like some communities have um, scheduled drag shows at libraries where they're reading to children and stuff and they're half naked dudes, basically dudes wearing thongs running around with kids and they even got these mock um, strip strip drag shows where the kids put like money in their thongs and stuff. It's disgusting, oh, man. Fuck. Yeah, it's fucking sick, man. I seen like pictures. I don't know. Shout out to libs libs of TikTok because that person is spreading all this disgusting shit to the masses and stuff that was only supposed to be seen by like a small community of people is now getting out and now we're seeing what they're doing to children and it's fucking sick man it's well, grooming to the highest degree here's a question that that i i've literally just been thinking of is at what point does a drag queen around a child become a pedophile around a child probably when they're wearing thongs or exposing their junk so like it it's at this point, it's an extremely controversial thing. What I'm going to say is we're normalizing pedophiles. Yeah. Well, that's what a lot of people are doing. I mean, I think anybody with a sane mind thinks this is disgusting and sick. But I think that there's a lot of people out there who are so brainwashed by the, oh, my God, we have to be tolerant of, like, everybody. It's like, no, man, like, that is the point where you have to start drawing the line. Because that is grooming and that is pedophilia. Yeah. And it's like, uh, I'm all for tolerance, but I'm not for forced tolerance. I, I have so much tolerance in me, but the moment says you should be more tolerant of whatever's going on. I'll instantly tell them to go fuck themselves because right. uh, I'm normally... I'm, I'm pretty quiet and reserved unless someone goes against something that I have a passion for and I'll bring up shit. And if they tell me that I'm not passionate enough about it, well, all of a sudden I just amped up to fucking 11 and we're going full fucking tilt. Right. And when it comes to my kids, I don't have to be tolerant of anybody. If I don't want you around my kids and I don't want my kids around you, it doesn't matter. You have no say in the matter. I'm like talking about like these fucking crazy woke people right so yeah. like if i don't want my kids around something they're not going to be around something that's my choice as an adult you have zero say in the matter i don't care if you're the fucking president the prime minister uh my boss doesn't matter my my kids are not going to be around that shit because i don't want my kids groomed into this fucking stupid cult the stupid woke cult bullshit yeah and, and like one thing that 
kind of leads into this, but not to an extreme degree, uh, is the example of like, uh, if you take your newborn or infant child to Walmart, for example, and an old lady walks over and she starts talking to you and then she goes to pinch the cheeks or whatever the fuck old people do to babies. The moment you tell them, no, you're the bad guy. Right. Yeah, I, you mean to them? Yeah. Like to, if, if you don't let someone that you don't know touch your child, and I don't mean this inappropriately. I, I just mean like touch your child in any way you're portrayed to be the bad person for not letting that person do what they want to do. Oh yeah. Well that's yeah. Because that's them, right? And that's yeah. uh, them projecting that they're offended that you don't want them touching your child. You know, I guess they, they're trying to portray you as the bad guy. But yeah. when it comes to, I don't have kids yet, but when I do, it's going to be, my kids are going to be number one priority. I don't give a fuck if I offended your old ass. <laughs> yeah. And that's, like, that's the way I see it. Don't be touching my fucking kid. I will fucking put the kid down and beat your ass. If you fucking come near them. Like that's the kind of per that's the kind of parent I'm going to be like, I'm going to be very protective, especially these days. I'm back in the nineties, man. They, we didn't have to be protective of kids like this because they wouldn't allow fucking stripper drag queens and McDonald's or the fucking library. They'd be like, yo, get your junk somewhere else, not around the fucking kids. Like, yeah. I want to go back to that. Yeah, we didn't we didn't have to worry about the correct pronouns to put on a birthday card to invite someone to our own birthday. We just <laughs> went knocking on the fucking neighbor's door and said, hey, you want to come to my party? All right, cool. I'll fucking see you then. Like there, there was no, <laughs> there was basically no filter, right? Like now everything is filtered. Like right now, everything in life is going through like a fucking three stage HEPA filter to make sure that whatever comes out the other end is tolerable to everybody instead of just putting shit out there and let people decide if they want to deal with it or not. If they don't want to deal with it. They're going to tell you straight up. I don't want to fucking hear it. I don't want to deal with it. Ain't nobody got time for that. There are people out there today that do not consume any type of media unless it has a warning in front of it, like a trigger warning in front of it. That's um, that's the kind of society that we're in today. Yeah. And it's 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 funny because I kind of actively pursue stuff that has a trigger warning because I want to see what's offending people now. Right, because... and I'm not, and I'm not talking about like somebody being chopped up into little pieces. I'm talking yeah. about, oh my god, they mentioned rape in this movie, or somebody kissed uh, somebody and they didn't want it and they pushed them away. Like, oh my god, that's rape. Like, yeah. that is the kind of stuff that these people have to be protected from. Well, now let's say this: if there's a trigger warning. It's not because it's a, a man is kissing a man. There's a trigger warning because it's a man kissing a woman now. That's right. the shit that gets trigger warnings. Right. And, and it, like, I don't care if there's a piece of media with like gay people in it. That's fine. Just don't be putting it in children's things. That's yeah. what they love doing. Like, 
this new um uh this new pixar movie the Lightyear one had like oh, a gay yeah. kiss in it or something and yeah. they took it out and then they put it back in because they wanted to piss off the homophobes apparently it's like why did that even have a place in a children's like a children's movie yeah like i haven't seen the movie but my first question is what did that kiss contribute to the plot of a movie it couldn't have if it was cut initially right so it, it was uh, just put back in to piss people off or to attempt to and piss it was only off. in there at the if it had nothing to do with the plot whatsoever it was only initially put in to piss people off yeah pretty much i mean you know i haven't I mean? seen it either like, but i know that they cut it because of time constraints and then they put it back in just to piss people off and it's well it's, i'm perfectly okay like just do not shoehorn it in where it doesn't belong like does yeah. every movie have to have gay characters just because you know what i mean if it has nothing to do with the story then why is there like this random gay character like it's just i don't know it's just very stupid to me like and so many tv shows and so many movies are just shoehorning this stuff in and it's so obvious and eventually i think it's there's going to be enough uh pushback that they they're just losing so much money in these woke tv shows and stuff that it's going to be eliminated completely. Uh, I, I got a challenge for you. I, I started watching this TV show that I'm going to challenge you to watch. I got maybe five episodes into it and I just couldn't fucking do it. And I, I, I think I have a little more tolerance for the woke shit that's being put in shit. But I want you to watch the TV show Chucky that just came out. And tell me what you think of it. Is that a, like about the serial killer doll? Yep. Oh, cool. Okay. Yep. It's it just all right. So you okay? So, <laughs> this is your challenge. I right. can't do the whole season. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, and... you're way more tolerant than I am when it comes to that bullshit. <laughs> when it when it comes to shit like that, like I, I don't really care that they're shoving shit down my throat as long as it's kind of got a good story. Like, I won't even watch Obi-Wan because they fucked up the last three fucking... <laughs> the last three Star Wars movies. They fucked up the last three Star Wars movies so bad, I have not watched anything Star Wars since. I haven't watched, watched The Mandalorian. I haven't watched Obi-Wan. I don't know. Oh. Boba Fett. Is that even a thing? They I don't know if we can up. talk anymore. We gotta fucking end this. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Maybe we, should, maybe we should leave the woke stuff for, like, next episode. But, like... Yeah, that's what we'll do. You watch fucking Chucky. All right. I'll try. You... I'll try watching it. We'll see how many episodes I get in. And then uh, next episode, I'll tell you. You remind me and I'll tell you how many episodes I made it before I turned it off. I want you to download the whole season with the full intention of watching it. I will. I'll, the I'll, same thing I I'll did. I downloaded it. it as it came out every week. I download every episode. I still have the whole fucking season on my server. I'm not going to finish it. <laughs> All right. I, I want to hear how far you get in. And you would fucking... think you would think a serial killer uh, doll movie wouldn't be too woke, but oh, oh, oh boy, <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> All right, let's end it there. Then we so, might as yeah. might as well end it there. I'll, We're I'll leave uh, that on. I'll the try my best. Now. 
I'll try my best to get through a few. You got to do at least one. You can't come back and say you couldn't even finish the first one. You got to do at least one episode. Okay. All right. We'll see. At least one. That way there's no fucking that way. No one can argue like, oh, you got to give it a chance. First episode is the chance. You got to finish the first episode. That's a good point. Yeah. I'll give it one episode. I'll give it one episode. But yeah, that's we'll leave off today with that. That's your that's your homework for the next for next week. It's fucking, my woke work. <laughs> your woke work. Fuck. I'm gonna I'm gonna start giving you woke work at the end oh, of every Jesus. fucking episode, and that's how we'll start the next episode. I don't how, know, man. How was your woke work? Tell me, tell me what you learned. <laughs> this could be this could be a running theme. <laughs> oh, it's gonna be now. <laughs> I try to avoid that shit as much as possible, and I like watch YouTube videos on how terrible things are, but I never actually watch them. So maybe maybe I should discover discover a few things and see how I do. Oh, I'll fucking my woke work is to give you woke work. <laughs> I gotta watch it. To make sure that I can do it. If if I can't even finish the first, if if I can't get halfway through the second episode, I'm not even going to fucking recommend it for you. <laughs> well, you said how many episodes did you get through? Uh, I want to say f- six, five or six. Five, you made it through five or six. Okay. Yeah. All right. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> Sounds <right>. good, man. <laughs> so we'll we'll call it there. It's been fuck today was a. Uh, it was supposed to be all about Canada, but we went fucking all over the place with shit. But hey, this will be out on Canada Day, so it'll be a Canada Day episode. <laughs> yeah, we almost did like an hour and a half. Good stuff. Yeah. All right. Well, it's been good. We'll see everybody next week. And that, my friends, was fuck your feelings. <laughs>